Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Woo, happy Monday or Steve's Friday. That's right. Look, I'm acting like you just reminded me. <laughs> As you're packing, I am. Um, uh, yeah, we're headed to we're headed to Disney tomorrow. Fun. Oh my gosh! Right and early. We have an early morning flight, and um, how early? Like seven o'clock. Oh, do the kids get up that early? Well, the kids get up right now, um, often at around 6.15, 6.30. Even on the weekend, they're springing out of bed really early because oh, school starts early for them. And so, like before 8 o'clock, 7.45. And so... Um, okay, so, so this won't be too bad for them. Well, no. And think about this. This will... Did you ever have a trip as a kid when you were a lot... When you were really young that, that was really early? Like mm. not a teenager. Teenager, it starts to get boring, but... When you were little. Not that I remember. Oh, see, if you had to wake up for something early, like to leave somewhere, you would just spring out of bed. So tonight you're excited. We're, yes. Yeah. We're going to drop tonin. Uh, we're going to freebase melatonin is what we're doing tonight. <laughs> drop tonin. And we are um, going to all try to get to bed pretty early. And then up and at them. Away we go. We're, we're pumped. Oh, that's very exciting. We'll miss you around here. And then you're coming back next Wednesday. Uh, to work, to yes. work. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Alrighty. You know, here's the thing though. We're we're in the. Uh, I'm so hot right now. By the way, I'm sweating. Why? It's only Don and me on camera right now. I know. But, um, oh. I just forgot. you ever? I stay hot after a shower for about thirty minutes. It sucks. Really? Why did yes. you add in? It's just Don and I on on the camera right Is now. Is Donna there? Because you said I'm really hot. It's well, just no, Donna. I just <laughs> I just meant <laughs> what I meant was. Is Don is probably seeing me patting myself off right now. Oh, I see. And There's then just, he mentions he just got out of the shower. He is clothed. It's just Don and me here hanging out. Don and I. Hey, here's what we're trying to decide quickly. Okay. Um, I'm thinking of upgrading to what we're doing, the Disney Parks three days. And I'm yeah. thinking of upgrading to Park Hopper yes. for the last two. Now, here's my theory. And maybe I could run it by you both and you could give me your opinion. Okay. Um, my our family's never really been there all together. Like since the kid, our oldest was four last time we went. Okay. Um, I think that you should start it, your experience at the Magic Kingdom and have a full relaxed day, see the castle at night. Be We're going to get there very early in the morning. And I just think the Magic Kingdom is a great way to introduce them, to welcome them to Disney. After that, um, then I think we add park hoppers on the other days because I, I just think you just want to have a full magic kingdom uninterrupted day oh. and then and then friday we'd start at hollywood studios then maybe park hop over to epcot um and then monday we would start at animal kingdom to try to get on flight of passage first thing mm. and then park hop to uh to wrap things up at the magic kingdom again hmm. Don, be you've fun. been there the most recent of all of us yeah um thoughts on are you gonna take them on the avatar ride at animal kingdom that's the plan. Actually, I showed we we showed a brief snippet of it 
uh, to the kids. Oh and Lou was like, wait, you're telling me we're not going to that ride? That and is unbelievable. We're not. And, and we need to. Would it scare a little kid? Avatar Flight of Passage, it was a new ride at Animal Kingdom as of about three or four years ago. I'm worried. You have one. I have a five-year-old who could yeah. go kryptonite at any point. Okay. Oh, man. That's a good question. Yeah. It's exhilarating. You feel like you're riding one of those dragon creatures. Yes. And it's like a it's it's um simulator. Yeah, but you have 3D glasses on? Yeah. Um I'm not sure. I don't remember that part. But Maybe it's like don't. you're on like a motorcycle, but it the thing breathes underneath you, oh, like Donna, underneath you your legs, huh? and it's like, and you're twisting and turning and flying through these forests, and there's wind, and there's I would smells. say no to the five-year-old. Really? Oh. You think she'll freak yeah. out? Yes. And the problem is, that's an interesting point, Donna, because the problem is with little ones, you have to be strategic in when you do what ride, because if at the beginning of your day... They go on a ride that scares them. Yeah. Then you are dragging them, trying to convince them oh, to go on shoot. each and every okay, ride. Okay, don't after do that. it then. If she's like that, I don't know what she's going to be like. Well, what? Who would watch her? You just leave her in a trash can. No, Steve would. <laughs> and one of the adults would have to stay back. Oh, I although imagine. you know what you yeah. can do, you can do rider swap. So you could take her. She could stay in line with you. Most of the family goes, and yeah. then. Uh, when they get back, then I would give you know Lila to Lou, and then I would go on the ride right. alone. But oh, still, then okay. you can both enjoy it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Woo, so much to think about. Yeah, you are sweating. Really, it's kind of weirding me out. Yeah. Um, guys, is this good news or bad news? What? Uh, Alex Rodriguez and billionaire Mark Lohr are finalizing a deal to purchase our Minnesota Timberwolves and Minnesota Lynx. From Glenn Taylor. This is coming from ESPN. Mm-hmm. Purchase price in the deal is about $1.5 Now, Glenn Taylor will continue to have full control of both teams for two years before the other two take, take them over in 2023. I'm afraid he's going to try to take them to Seattle. I think that's a possibility. Seattle's, uh, Seattle lost the Supersonics in the early 2000s. They became the Oklahoma City Thunder. I didn't think about that at all until I read the ESPN article, and then it said, at some point in the future, this come this could become a point of tension where he wants to get them back to Seattle. Remember, Alex Rodriguez, obviously known for his time on the Yankees, but he started his career probably the first eight years or so, was with the Seattle Mariners. Oh. Now, so, Alexis and Onhill think that he's going to take it to Las Vegas because oh. they are... They are trying to find an NBA team. Hmm. Hmm. They just got so that the Raiders means there. All sorts of people were sniffing out. He's buying it to move it, even move though it. right now he says he's not. But that could be Everybody. a lie. I mean, he's. I think. Don't you think he's just maybe looking for an investment? They were trying to buy the Mets. Uh, he and J Lo and whomever yeah. else. Yeah, I think there, that's a possibility, but. I don't like that an ESPN article, when introducing it, floated the idea yeah, out there because then it feels like maybe people in the sports know are reading the tea leaves. Right. Mm. I just can't see A Rod saying, "I want to." No offense, we all love it here, right? It's hard to imagine A Rod saying, "I want to set up shop in Minnesota." It just it is. is. That sounds yeah. weird. Well, does he have to be here? Hopefully not. Okay. <laughs> what am I trying to start a rivalry with A Rod? I know. What am you I better doing? be careful. He's got. He knows people. Oh. Um, 
by the way, A-Rod, uh, let me give a shout out to A-Yuk. Okay, let's call him A-Bone. A-Bone, our listener <laughs> from Turkey. I went on Insta- oh, I went on Instagram Live this weekend just to be stupid. I did a tutorial on how to make a protein shake. You just stir it. And <laughs> yeah. people were requesting, you know, they want to join the live video. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to do one of these. And I picked this guy, Ayuk, I think was his name. And Ayuk is very pixelated. And I said, Ayuk, where, where are you right now? Thinking his connection's not good. He's going to say Bloomington. No. He says, I'm in Turkey. And I listen, I said, how do you know me? Why are you following me? He said, I found you on my talk 1071. And I love listening to the radio station and I love your show. Oh. And you guys have helped me learn English. English. Oh, and he said he got about 64. a, it was like a 60% that he got on one of the last tests that he had. And, uh, and then he was listening to us and then it went up to over an 80%. And he what? credits my talk. So cool. listening in Istanbul, Turkey. Wow. That and I told be... him, I said, I'm going to give you a shout out. He said, I'm very excited. I'm oh, very excited. Good. That's exciting. Yeah. Yay. All right, we got to go. No. We're going to come back, though. Oh, good. All right. You're going to have some things that make you go, huh? Uh, yeah, indeed. I have, I'm going to float something out there about President Grover Cleveland. And then I want you to imagine that he's the president today. Okay. And what sort of uproar there would be about this or would there be maybe not maybe i'm wrong we'll tell you about that and some other dumb things you don't need to know but you'll be happy you did when we come back it's donna and steve on my talk hey big shout out to our friends at chill boys for sponsoring our podcast yes chill boys is local they make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear the fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex and you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. It is Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We've got fun facts. Things that make you go. I'll turn my mic on for this one because you're going to want to hear it. Okay. Imagine this happening today and you both tell me how you think the media would react, especially during the election process. Okay? All right. President Grover Cleveland was 27 years older than his wife, which isn't necessarily creepy on the surface, but he was good friends with her father. He met her shortly after she was born, and he even babysat for her when she was a child. First of all, that sounds really strange that a man would be babysitting for a child back in those times. Are Are you calling BS? Yes, Oh. I mean, I don't doubt that he married her, obviously. Okay. But don't you think it's strange? A little bit. What little year? Bit. What year was he prez? Nineteen forty-three. 
Whenever they named people Grover. When did that start? <laughs> I only think of Grover from Sesame Street. Yep. Anytime I hear Grover Cleveland. Me Let's too. I just picture like hair that's a complete mess. Um, yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. He, uh, he, he, I was wrong. He was the 24th, yeah. 22nd and 24th president of the United States um, from 1885 to 1889 and then 1893 to 1897. Oh, Maybe that was a big yeah. Dude I mean, job you don't really think you see guys babysitting in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> Fair point. Unless they're looking for a wife. What? How old was she when they got married? Like I fourteen, thirteen. Or something? Yeah, oh, was, I don't have information or that that information. Do you? Now that would certainly add another wrinkle. But imagine you couldn't even run for president. Well, you could. Anybody can run for president, I suppose, more or less. But you'd have a hard time getting out of the starting blocks if the news media could spin this a whole bunch of different ways. Oh, yeah. Babysitter? Yeah. Mm. Me no likey. Next. 27 years <laughs> apart? 27, yeah. I'm 37 right now. So that would mean if I married someone who's 27 years they're younger. They're 10 right now. They're 10 right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I have a daughter who's 10. Mm -hmm. Put me down for a no king. (laughs) I wouldn't have voted for Grover Cleveland. What, Subi? (laughs) I don't even know what party he represented. The Harlem Globetrotters theme song, Sweet Georgia Brown, is a ragtime song from 1925 that was actually about a hooker. Oh, good. Hang on. Let's see. Let's see if Donna knows who it is. Close. Oh my God. It's always close. All your melodies are so always good. close and never That's correct. That's really good. That's because Don can't whistle. Yeah. Don, Don this is this, <laughs> this is, is you know in the land of the blind. The one I'm asking. Okay. Because she got the melody wrong. Sorry, I keep licking my lips. Better. Steve has a sheet music in front of him. No fair. Oh. And what? All right. Oh, wait. Hang on. Wait. Let's play this out. Oh. One time. What song am I whistling? Donnie. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You're a better whistler than I. No. You suck in. Yeah, no, I was blowing in. out. Oh, you suck in. Like yeah, like... if you suck in, it's better blowing out. Ooh. All right, here we go. Can you name this song? Think old school rock, okay? <laughs> okay. I get it close my eyes. Dun 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 dun
Um, how about this? Things that make you go, huh. In Argentina and Spain, Tuesday the 13th is considered unlucky, not Friday the 13th. Oh. I wonder why. I don't know. Don't matter. There have been three NFL teams that have never had the first overall pick in the draft. A little unlucky. The Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. okay. the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle again. What's A-Rod in our show prep? What's he going to move our show to Seattle? Yeah. That'd be nice. We open that. <laughs> Can we still do it remote? Because we could do it remote. And... Oh, that's true. Hey, Hubbard has radio stations in in. Yes, they sure Seattle. do. You ever been to Seattle? Yeah, recently, actually. What do you Somewhat mean recently? recently? Well, in the last five years. How did you like it? It was okay. It was fun. It was good. Okay. It was good. I like it when we talk about traveling. <laughs> you know, I did the Space Needle thing. Oh, cool. Went to a bunch of great restaurants, went to some art exhibits, went to Chihuly's Boathouse. Oh. Oh, did you go Kale to the... Chihuly. Uh, did you catch the fish? Did you go yeah, to the, the fish market? The pier, yeah, I did the... that. That's fun. Yeah, okay. That's fun. Yeah, super fun. Bought some stuff. Bought some jewelry. Thank you. Oh, someone's Got my investing told. in precious metals. Oh, no, that was New Orleans. Never mind. What did you do in New Orleans? I got my fortune told. Oh. Oh, what'd they fun. tell you? The typical stuff. You oh, love some... music. <laughs> there's something <laughs> <And> animals. <laughs> something important either recently happened or will happen. <laughs> In Christ. your life or someone that you know. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Keep spreading the circle out a little wider. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Can I do one more? Yes, oh, here do we it. go. Do it. Canada had a rap song hit number one on the charts one full decade before the United States. Rapper's Delight by Sugar Hill Gang was number one in Canada in 1980. Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice was number one in the U.S. in 1990. Canada, the wow. home of hip hop. Hmm. Wow. Things that make you go home. <laughs> All right, thanks for those, Steve. Okay. That was fun. Thanks. And disturbing at the same time. Hashtag Grover. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, hey, when we come back, mm, there is a stylist out who's got a new book. Well, sort of. It's not yet published. That claims Justin Timberlake set up Janet Jackson's 2004 Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction, and I totally believe this Me too. is true. Totally right. We'll discuss when we come right back on my talk. You know how it goes. You tell yourself you're going to work out, but then one thing turns into another, and suddenly it's bedtime. My recommendation? Join the Y. Right now, they're giving new members a free in-person or virtual personal training session. You know, someone to give you encouragement, consistency, and a plan to meet your fitness goals. And you'll all also get zero dollar enrollment if you join by April 15th. Do it. Go to ymcanorth.org. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Saw this story over the weekend in page six. Going back to that 2004 Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction with Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. I don't know why this keeps coming up. Um, you know, it's 17 years ago now. Can oh you believe God. that? Yeah. Holy cow. Um, But there's a stylist out who, uh, or a stylist who's working on a book that has not found a publisher yet. But this person who prepped Janet Jackson's look for her Super Bowl appearance is 
It's telling page six that Justin Timberlake pushed for the wardrobe malfunction in an attempt to outdo Britney Spears, Madonna, and Christina Aguilera, who had months earlier did that had that scandalous kiss during the MTV mm-hmm. uh, Video Music Awards. Right. So this person's name is Wayne Scott Lucas, and. Wayne. He, and he said, we've got to do something bigger than their performance. Mm. And he wanted a quote unquote reveal. So Lucas says the original concept was for Janet Jackson to be in a G string, like a pearl G string that uh, Kim Cattrall similarly wore in Sex and the City. So it would have been inspired by that look. And she was going to be in this dress and he was going to step on the back of her dress to reveal her butt in this G-string. You know, that would have been like the oops. And the outfit changed a couple of days before. And then, you know, what happened? Um, He tore off a part of her top at the end of their performance, briefly revealing her breast assists or just the one. How that played like. I, I I remember. It was so stupid. No, no, but but I I of course remember the event and it happening. I'm forgetting how hammy was the acting and how much worse would it have oh. been in this g-string situation? Because Justin had the they both had to really fake like oh my gosh. It was so it's so obvious when you watch it back that they both knew that this right. was going to happen. And what and if it were an accident, why would she have a big star sticker over her nip? Yeah, right. it was like a pasty that was bedazzled and it had a ring on it. It's like okay, you knew that was going to happen. And the, this person who styled Janet Jackson said. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a wardrobe malfunction like Justin Timberlake was saying. Uh-huh. Uh, he says it was the most functioning wardrobe in history. Mm-hmm. As a stylist, it did what it was intended to do. I totally believe this. I don't have any doubt in my mind that this was all planned. Because the bottom of the cup, let's get into boob yeah. talk here. Yeah. The bottom of the cup was all detachable. Right. She says that it was just supposed to rip off to where you saw the top of her bra, but they would not have made that a unsnappable feature under the cup. Right. right. Exactly. So, um so his recent apology to Janet Jackson um and his manager's insistence that Janet forgave him or forgives him is what sparked this guy to open up about the incident after so many years Mm. he said she's forgiven him in private they made their peace a long time ago but knowing that it really is pretty douchey that he let her take the bulk of the fall his career Mm. didn't suffer at all because no he was invited back and it was his idea and he was insisting on it according to this guy yeah, remember he performed at the halftime show here in Minnesota. That's right. Yeah, and th- that year people were were saying, "Oh, is he going to bring out Janet?" I think there might have been. A, there's a petition for everything. I think there might have been a petition that year to replace him with Janet hmm. because she, you know, has paid the the price. Yeah, for what, according to this stylist, mm. was this, all his idea. And this guy goes on to say, um, you know, all there there will be no more juicy tidbits. Uh, I'll never throw her under the bus. She is my friend. She's one of the loveliest people I've ever worked for. There's nothing shady about her. Mm. And um, 
this guy also worked with Tina Turner. He sounds legit, so I completely buy by his story. It yep. sounds and sure. like all these years. Do you think people doubt? Really thought that was a wardrobe malfunction. Right. I know. It's funny that it was always called that because, yeah. and I don't think, by the way, it, you know, when that term really got coined the next morning, right? Wasn't that? Yeah. We hadn't said wardrobe malfunction no. before that. Good now point. we always say it. It's sort of become this joke. But I don't even think that the media meant that. They, they just couldn't figure out what to call it because nobody, even then, it's like nobody thought, oh man, when he ripped that off. Her boob came out. That he ripped it off. Stop right there. He ripped it off. Yeah. Right? Even Don, to your point, you know about what they thought, what she says she thought was going to be revealed. We call we call Bull Dookie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, his book, by the way, is tentatively titled "Wardrobe Malfunctions: Receipts from the Front Lines and the Front Row." And again, mm-hmm. his name is um, Lucas uh, Wayne Scott Lucas. Mm. There you go. How's about that? I uh, know. Um, I just saw a an update that Prince Harry just honored his grandpa. Mm. Um, yeah, if you follow the royal family on Instagram, um, Prince Charles came out and spoke a couple of of days ago. One thing I was taken by, of course, it was a very heartfelt message, um, and he called him his uh, papa, and I was like, oh, mm. that's really sweet, but. Um, goodness, when you hear Prince Charles speak, who we don't hear him speak often, right? I mean, he's seen more than he has heard. Right. Yeah. Goodness gracious, did they get his voice spot on in the Oh, crowd. like the oh. inflection and the all, all affectation. Of it. Tobias all of Menzies. It. Huh? Yes. Tobias Menzies is the actor. Is that the first guy? I've only no, seen the, the first... Su- Oh, okay. The second guy. Are you? I about- like first guy. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. second guy yet. I haven't seen second oh, guy yet. Right. I think they I were forget. both great. They were really good. Oh, so. Oh, you're talking about Matt good. Smith, who was Doctor yes. Who. Doctor Who. Okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, uh, so the royal family kind of an interesting follow, especially considering the events recently on Instagram. But Prince Harry uh, did arrive in the UK yesterday. That was two days after Prince Philip passed away. His grandfather, of course, Prince Philip was 99. Now Meghan Markle did not make the trip. Dun, dun, dun. Because... And it's not dramatic at all. Because uh, she's pregnant. She's late in her pregnancy. And yes. her doctor advised her against traveling. You know, I, I think it's a good thing. Because I think her being there would create a distraction mm-hmm. that would make it difficult for any kind of conversation maybe mm-hmm. that Harry and William need to have could have mm-hmm. and with her being there it would you know how it is you know you're you're I don't know about you guys but sometimes you're a little bit less open with your family if you've got your significant other with you Steve you've been with your wife forever so but yeah when there's somebody that's maybe not as mm, liked in the family as far sure. as someone your sibling married. That that messes with the dynamic, the family dynamic. Conversation becomes a little different. Everybody's not Absolutely. as at ease as they exactly. otherwise like, would be. Okay. Like, let's just say I have a sibling whose significant other isn't exactly the most popular person in the family. I feel like she is very different with when he's not around than when 
he is around. Oh, really? Absolutely. That's yes. a bummer. Yep. Yeah, we don't have that dynamic That's at all. That's good. We're all just like sort of jacked up. Like, <laughs> but we, we, when all the siblings get together, um, with their significant others, that's, but maybe it's because we've all been together for so long. You know, yeah. nobody married later in like, like in their thirties, thirties right. or forties. That, that never, everybody was married in their twenties, fairly early in their twenties. Got it. You know, so. Interesting. So hopefully, you know, this is probably not the time or place for the focus to be on that, you know, on Prince mm-hmm. Harry and, and Prince William. Mm-hmm. But he did say uh, he shared a personal statement saying my grandfather was a man of service, honor and great humor. He was uh, um, authentically himself with a serious, sharp, a seriously sharp wit and could hold the attention of any room due to his charm. And also because you never knew what he would say next. And he said he went on to say some nice things. Um, but he said his his grandfather would say with a beer in hand, oh, do get on with it. <laughs> Which I think is sweet. Um, and we have to remember that, you know, the queen and Prince Philip were married for 73 years. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how do you get over something like a loss like this after so many years? So this was like the love of her life. It's heartbreaking. So Saturday, I believe, is um, 10 a.m. our time. Yes. Is when the service will be. I'm going to get up to watch that. Get up. It'll be 10 o'clock. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Do we get to see any of it? Because I thought it was all closed. Oh, see, I thought we would get to see it, but mm. it wouldn't be a lot of people there. Donna doesn't have a clue what's happening with this on Saturday. I, I mean, she already said, I'm going to get up for it. She lost us at that. She it's can. Private thing. Like what time? What's the latest you've slept in in the last month? Oh, 8.30. Yeah, I think I did yeah, like I don't. I don't get up that late. Yeah, me too. I would feel like the day was gone. 9.30, yeah. 9.45. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. like late. That feels good so for you, Don. Good man, love oh. it. Good for you. It's fun to say. <laughs> it's fun stuff. to say. Words. We all have the microphones, right? We're talking to them. Yes, Quee. We all have hey. cameras too, by the way. Don't forget, follow us. My talk can be seen now on YouTube. Um. Hey. Uh. The talk is returning today. New episodes following that whole thing with Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood. So if you're did they find a replacement for Sharon? Good question, Steve. I can't answer it. Okay. I do not know. Thank you for asking. When we come back, Vin Diesel is irritating his neighbors in a Dominican Republican neighborhood. Can we listen to Vin Diesel's song? When we come back, feel like I do. I I don't want you to feel like I do. Ew. (laughs) Oh, David. It's like when you get a bubble in your throat. If you see something, say something. We'll come right back on my talk. Thanks for listening to my talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I got to say thanks to our buddy Jim Johnson for the awesome gift he sent me. Who's Jim? Jim Johnson. Jim. Jim. The listener, he's a friend of the show. Hold that up closer to the camera. I don't know that we're going to show this part on YouTube, but I, I want to see it. L- lower it down a little bit. That's Bob Ross. Oh, that's really great. And what look, it the, comes oh, with a little... It comes, it's a bobblehead of Bob Ross, the artist, and it comes with a little picture book. Oh, that's... Of his paintings. And it talks. So wait. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, don't. Just right, let yeah. me hear him. That's it. Oh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you learn from it, it's not a failure. <laughs> so anyway, thank you. Well, that's awesome. Jim, that's that's, that's so fun. Uh, we got to do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Vin Diesel has a security problem with his neighbors who say that his security team acts like they own the hood. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he, Vin Diesel is renting a place in a gated community in the Dominican Republic and neighbors say he has 12 really aggressive security guards protecting him and his family. Uh, the next door um, neighbor says the last straw was this Easter when the guards blocked pedestrians and traffic so Vin and his kids could bicycle. Oh, Lord in heaven. So this neighbor wrote a letter to him, which, of course, was obtained by TMZ. because They got people everywhere. Yeah. And he says, you know, for a few weeks, I've personally witnessed and heard from fellow homeowners the unprecedented and abusive display of your security people around our homes and the beach. Interrogating us, blocking our street with five or six SUVs, stopping residents while walking when you ride your bicycle. And... You know, they have a point. For sure. He says in over 10 years, the homeowners in this beach area have never endured or suffered such absurd uh, comportment by anyone renting a home in our very small and very private and very secure community. This guy happens to be from New York. No surprise. I'm lucky here. That's a, what he's. That's what Vin was doing. I'm lucky here. He had a tinge of sarcasm when he wrote. He said, "You should know you're visiting a community where um, um, that nobody feels threatened by people who are visiting the area." Hmm. He's got this long letter. So apparently, Vin Diesel has been going to this area for, or at least the Dominican Republic for like 20 years, and he said, "Well." I was riding my bike with my kids and handing out Easter baskets to workers in the community. Hmm. His workers? His His security guards? Right? (laughs) He was like, hey, Bruce. Hey. Here you go, Chuck. Number three. Come over here. So, uh, yeah, really interesting. Now, just to be, I want to make sure that we're talking about the same person. Are we talking about singer Vin Diesel? You know it. Now listen, I remember this song came out. People like, maybe it is a banger. Could make sense to If someone else were singing it, absolutely. That's the thing. And he he debuted it on the Kelly Clarkson show. And he went live to or like it was a pre-recorded thing and he Hey Kelly. Uh, as you know, with the pandemic, it's like he was being Ew. fed one word at a time. 
I've had a lot of time on my hands, and Clearly. so I got into the studio. <laughs> 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 sounds like somebody who slowed down someone's voice. You know, that's what he sounds like to me. With yeah. a bubble in their throat. Yes. With a bubble. And their yeah. nose. <laughs> I'm surprised. I didn't know he had a family. Yes. Oh, remember that creepy video of him like singing to his kid, talking to his kid, and we were like, it was when he had the beef with the Rock. Oh. Rem- oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Anybody? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna I mean, have not to find us, it. but maybe Donna, somebody you, on Twitter. Mm. You know he's Groot. He is. He's Groot. Yeah. He, is, he Groot. is Groot. He is Groot. He is. Groot. I don't think I knew that he is Groot. Yeah, I, and I love Groot. that they, I just think it's, I love Groot, by the way, I love the character Groot, it's I like very Baby funny, Groot. And, and Vin Diesel plays it really well, I just love that he got cast in this huge movie, and then he's like, what's my line? Yeah. What are my lines? Can I see my scripts? And they're like, it's just, I am Groot. Right, but after I introduce myself, like, how do we unpack my character? What other things do I say? Am I in any, <laughs> that's it. I am Groot. And it was like that was all they trusted him with. <laughs> hey, Kelly. <laughs> Since the pandemic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. There's something that creeps me out about him. Didn't he yeah. get, like, creepy with women in interviews? Like, I mean, there was a Brazilian interviewer that he was just like, yeah. Ooh, why I, do I know so much? I don't I we don't, don't even know, know if what you know is right. Women find him attractive. He looks like Mr. Potato Head to me. Or, I'm sorry, Potato, Potato Head. Head. Oh, that's right. Don. Don. Be politically you. correct. Cancel Don. I'm canceling oh. her. Oh, God. Yeah, no, yeah. Look, here it is. There's the story about the Brazilian interviewer. Okay, I'm not crazy. I, I don't know why, where I store this stuff in my head. Um, he was like, God, she's so beautiful. Look at her. How am I supposed to do this interview? Oh, for Talk wow. to me. He goes, talk to me, baby. Tell me your story. Let's get out of here. Let's have lunch. No. Yes. No. That's a quote. Yes. Talk yes. Talk to me, baby. Ooh. Let's get out of here. No, it's like, let the poor woman just do her job. By the way, speaking of, you know, having, it kind of sounds like he has a bubble in his throat. Mm. I won't re- reveal any of the details. I'll just tell it as, as she told me. But uh, when Melissa Peterman was on our show, uh, Twin Cities Live, last week. Wait. I'm just, I'm what? I can't name drop hold anymore. On, hold on. Oh, I don't want to drop anything. Wait, hold on. Here we go. You have nothing worth it. Oh. Okay, there you go. Name drop. She needs a bigger, um, heavy. And I won't drop. reveal what, what what show she was up for, but she, she, she is convinced that she uh, lost out on a role because she had a bubble in her throat. Because it came, <laughs> it came to her during the audition. It was a real like repartee, like timing is everything. Yeah. And so it was she time for her to deliver the comedic line. And she was like, <laughs> and then she's like, wait, I'm sorry. I have timing. I do have to, can we do that again? I have timing. There was a bubble in my throat. Oh my God. That's she hilarious. Yeah. Celebrities. They're just like <laughs> us. Oh my God, they have uh, yeah. I love it. What do you got? Uh, oh, this is a uh, kind of cool. The uh, the head football coach at the University of Central Florida is going to uh, let his players put their social handles on the back of their jersey. Would is this what? the future? That's smart. So instead of you know Hernandez or Patterson, it would say at KSTP Steve. That's great. Wow. I think that's sort of interesting. It seems like something that the XFL would do. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, but um, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool too, Steve. I don't believe you. I do, but now if they do anything inappropriate on their Instagram, is it going to be they're in trouble because 
they've oh, promo- now it's you know? like they're promoting. I mean, them. I guess oh. they would already get in trouble. Like That's that true. ESPN announcer Paul Pierce, who had the oh, twerk yeah. party. Yeah, he oh, that's and I right. throw very different parties, Paul Pierce and me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no one is ever doing... I don't even have a... If I had a Roomba, it couldn't get that close to the floor. Holy cow. That's good. He's probably got a oh good butt. Right? No, it wasn't No, it was him. women. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought he was doing it. was him. <laughs> you got the Paul Pierce. <laughs> I thought there was like a strobe light and just him twerking. No. Oh, no. got it. He's just got smoking it. a cigar. Thanks, or, well, Dawn. <laughs> Bye, Don. You're the best. We'll get a dirt alert when we come back. We got a new song from Taylor Swift and Keith Urban. We'll sample that. Uh, what Willie Nelson is asking of our current president, which I think is a little weird. We'll get to all of that in the.